every corner of the digital universe. You can't instant link to the internet. And Stradi Naylor E3 video phone. Technology called I smell. Smelling mold and mildew and animals. Man, I got to smell a swamp today. Welcome to Water Cooled Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm Kevin. I'm John. And today we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Mary, and I wanted to be on the podcast because I thought it would be fun, even though I'm really not that great with computers. Well, we're still glad to have you on here, Mary. You're both familiar with the company called Microsoft, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I sure hope so. Because <laughs> today's topic is Microsoft Bob. Okay. This operating system, or OS for short, was such a failure that if you take a look at the Wikipedia page of Microsoft's history of operating systems, it doesn't show up. Wait, it, it was an operating system? Yes. Why haven't I heard of this? Because Microsoft buried it. They don't want you to know about this. <laughs> it's not even in the Wikipedia, as I just mentioned. Anyways, back to the story. Microsoft Bob was released on March 31st, 1995, three months after its showing at CES. However, it needed a more powerful computer than what most people had, which wasn't its only flaw. Okay. The hardware requirements were a 486 CPU, 30 megabytes of disk space, a 256 color VGA monitor, which was quite a bit of color for that time, and a whopping 8 megabytes of RAM. Wow. But the price was only $99, or $167 adjusted for inflation. For oh, for this Microsoft Bob thing? Yep. But also remember how much RAM cost in 1995? Yep. Yeah, like $800 for, yeah. The, for the amount of RAM you would need to run that? Yeah, we mentioned that before. Windows 95, released five months after Microsoft Bob, required at least a 386DX CPU, which was slightly less, 50 megabytes of disk space, so it required more space, but it only needed 4 megabytes of RAM. It was $209 though, or $352 adjusted for inflation. I think you know which one sold more copies. Yeah, the one we all remember? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, why on earth was it called Bob? Oh, I'll get to that. Oh boy. So, Microsoft Bob, or codename Utopia. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> was Microsoft's pride and joy for its innovation. Back in 95, most people didn't have a personal computer in their home. So Microsoft decided to make an operating system that was a, quote, user-friendly interface. Oh no, the last time they, the most recent time they tried that, it didn't go well either. And it does that by turning your PC into a metaphorical house. What? What? John, you're familiar with the like layout of kids' modern PC games? Like everything's laid out all nicely in graphics and all that? Uh kind of. I mean I haven't played many. Oh don't worry, I'll I'll show you, but like, that, that's what Microsoft Bob is. I kind of am getting a picture and it's not a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of functionality, there is eight built in programs. A word processor, email program, calendar, address book, Checkbook writer, 
Personal <laughs> finance <laughs> info app. Personal finance info app, household organizer, and a geography quiz app. Why the last one? I have no idea. Because who doesn't want to take a geography quiz in their spare time? <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, the, no. Isn't that what everyone does for fun? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You can put shortcuts on your bookshelf or around the room. Room. Oh, no. Rover, your guide dog, sits on the bottom right of the screen and gives you helpful tips on how to operate your PC. This was intended for, like, actual adults to use. That was their intended market, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and get this. He sometimes speaks aloud, assuming you have a good enough sound card installed. If you wanted to, you can change into a French cat, a rabbit, a turtle, a rat, a gargoyle, Shakespeare himself. <laughs> Important question, though. Is the cat the only one that had an international background? I have no idea. Okay. Sorry. They, they didn't go into detail about your the different helpers. Mm-hmm. And there's also and others, which is kind of vague, but I guess there's more that they didn't mention. Anyways, according to one of my sources, if you would have had looked closely at Rover's collar, you'll see the name Gates. As in, Bill Gates. Oh, However, boy. when I checked for myself, I only saw the Bob logo. Wait, checked for yourself? Yes. You... Yes. You got it! <laughs> yes. You got it to run? Yes. Wow. Both versions. There was more than one? Oh yes, I'll get to that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this seems to happen way too often. There's a product that makes you wonder... Why? And then they make another. Well, it's not really like a 2.0 or anything. I'll go into more detail soon. Mary, are you familiar with Walmart's smiley face that they trademarked? Of course. Now imagine it with a bit less cartoonish eyes and mouth and add thick rimmed black glasses. Sounds kind of creepy. That's Bob. Hmm. <laughs> that's, yep, that's the logo. That's Bob. Uh. <laughs> I can't wait to show it to you. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> now you might be wondering, why did Microsoft name their operating system Bob? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering. Some people believed that the name Bob was, quote, familiar, approachable, and friendly. <laughs> so that's their reasoning behind this. We do have to keep in mind this was in 1995, so language has definitely changed, and nowadays Bob is just a super common name. Kind of, but not really. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> okay. Now for my personal favorite part. The marketing. Oh, no. Now, Bob did not fail because of Microsoft's marketing. Oh, no. At CES 1995, Bob was everywhere. From flights going to Vegas having Bob napkins, to seniors uh -oh. wearing sandwich boards with Bob on it. No, no. <laughs> He was literally everywhere. <laughs> when he was first introduced, people weren't really excited, but respected it because many people believed that Microsoft Bob was the future of the computer user interface. <laughs> One company even had their own version of Microsoft Bob for their personal computer, the Gateway 2000. 
I think I've heard of the Gateway 2000. It's an old personal PC. That much I do know offhand. Maybe I'm thinking of a different one, but if I'm thinking of the right thing, that might be a future topic. Instead of a house, the rooms were in a barn. So that was... <laughs> what? The only difference, pretty much. <laughs> and this was still marketed to adults? <laughs> yes. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> a barn you're just shaking your head barn yes that was my first thought it's like wait this is a barn what the heck oh no bob was taken so seriously back in 1995 that people believed that apple was under a serious threat quote Unless it can somehow raise the standard yet again on the ease of use front. Uh, uh huh. <laughs> Maybe they can get in touch with Fisher Price. <laughs> oh! Ouch. Okay. I'm just gonna ignore that. According to a Microsoft Canada employee, a study that was done showed that 84% of users with Macs preferred the Bob interface. However, I recommend taking this bit of information with a grain of salt because I got it from a website that got it from an employee telling Toronto Star the study and it's just said the study. There's no name for it or anything, so I can't look it up. <laughs> so, a study that may or may not have existed. Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. That brings another concern of mine. People can prefer one thing over the other, but what most companies don't factor in is that people's preferences can change if they're purchasing something or not. For instance, Mary, do you like ice cream or lettuce? I mean, I'm gonna have to say ice cream. Now, which one would you buy, though? I mean, on your average day, lettuce. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Another important detail is the design of Microsoft Bob was described as too cute. And <laughs> as if the program's target audience were the under 12. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> Which I agree wholeheartedly with after playing around with it for a bit. <laughs> Mary, would you like to see Microsoft Bob for yourself? Absolutely. I got it up and running. I'll show it to you next time, John. See you soon. All right. So, how I got it to work was... I basically have a Windows XP virtual machine that acts as a regular computer because modern computers are 64-bit and they have backwards compatible for 32-bit operating systems. And Windows XP, I have 32-bit, which has backwards compatibility for 16-bit, which is what Microsoft Bob and like older Windows, Windows 95, and that's how I got it to run. Okay. So is it, it's a front door. Yep. Am I supposed to knock on my front door? Oh, I am. And now, who is this dog talking to me? <laughs> it's Rover. I'm going to say I'm a guest. Yeah, that's what I did. I mean, if you want to, you can put in your name so he'll refer to you as your name. I mean, I don't think I need this creepy dog to know who I am. <laughs> creepy? Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's not that creepy. Well, he's standing oh, no. outside. Is that he's leaving me now. Oh, now I'm... In a living room. It kind of looks like a children's game, doesn't it? It reminds me of, <laughs> I used to, way back in the 2000s, play these Barbie games mm. that had, like, terrible graphics and, like, they were <laughs> mystery, so you would look for the clues. Oh, yeah. And, you know, 
So that's kind of what I what I think of here. But but I like the sunset out the window. That's oh pretty. yeah, must be yeah, yeah. When I tested it, it was in the day, so that's kind of cool. No, so so is it like the time that it's by? I guess. Mm. So can I navigate her? Oh. So there's so a there's, safe down there. Yeah. So there's a safe here. What happens if I start this program? Ooh, fancy. Now... Oh boy, I haven't opened that one up yet. <laughs> has all kinds of options, but again, it looks very cartoony. What I'm most concerned about is like... So it's marketed towards adults, mm -hmm. yet the graphics are towards 12 and under, mm -hmm. yet there's functionality that adults would use and not kids. Exactly. Also, I am not really confident in how to navigate this like this is telling me about buying a car and you know estate planning and all of that but it just it seems very strange that i'd be going through here if it makes you feel any better i was really confused at first when i was testing it yeah because it's very different from like your traditional windows 10 yeah it's very different and so it's like a whole house like this or is it oh yeah there's some other rooms but they're just different layouts of the same programs. Well, I I mean, I think when they took the idea of user-friendly, they were mostly doing friendly and not really thinking about functionality, maybe. Well, I mean, like, there's quite a bit of functionality for programs and whatnot, but it was what Microsoft Bob was ridiculed most for its, like, graphics. Yeah, cause... and <laughs> it also, again, it seems very clunky to navigate. Because, like, I'm in the checkbook now. How do I get out? Oh, I'm in the table of contents. I was yeah. in the checkbook. Maybe you probably hit the exit button on the bottom right. There we go. When in doubt, hit the exit button. Well, I didn't know if that was exiting the whole program. <laughs> well, eventually, yes, but you have to press it several times. Ah. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's very interesting. Oh, and you can set up your email from here, too. Fancy. Yep. So it comes right to your desktop. <laughs> and there's a Rolodex. Yeah, oh, that's so, just your email contacts. Yeah, because oh. Microsoft figured, well, if there's like a, <laughs> a mailbox, people would click on it, I guess. Oh, it's for mm -hmm. my email. Oh, yeah, it is. Interesting. Like, my, my biggest thing is I also don't know what's interactable on the page and what's not. Oh, yeah, eventually he tells you, if, I believe it was like Control plus L will show everything, but I, oh, it was like, no, it was F something, I believe. So there's a computer. When I click on it, an elephant jumps out of it, but only know. a little bit. Well, now now he's telling you some shortcuts, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> again, that, this seems, a lot of... it's a lot of information and it's a lot of text. And again, yeah. it it seems very friendly, but like, again, it seems like the Barbie games I used to play. Yeah, it's just they got like halfway there and then stopped and decided, oh, we're just going to have all this text and... Yeah, yeah, you're on your own, you can read it's it. It's just like, figure it out. Yeah. One thing I am surprised about, though, is a lot of screens back, like, in the 90s were 4 by 3 aspect ratio, like a square. And right now, I have it configured in 16 by 9 so the, the stretching is actually pretty dang good. Yeah. Well, at least they've got that going for them. <laughs> oh, and it has an event calendar, too. That's, yep. that's nice. How do you operate it? I have no idea. I played around in the checkbook, but that's about it. Ooh, and you can change the flowers in the room. That's that's nice. Hmm. You know, get a little aesthetic change going on. <laughs> in case your setting wasn't nice. Ooh, try to go to a different room. Okay. Go to... I'm going to go to the public study. 
really on the edge of the screen. You can't really see him. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, this room seems to have mostly the same stuff in it. Yep, that's what I told you. The household manager. It's everything else is just in a different layout. So why would you bother? I don't know! Like... I mean, it's a different view. Was this used professionally or just like... No, it was targeted towards the consumer. Okay, because I was gonna say, this would take forever. (laughs) <laughs> but it does have an alarm clock in in this room. That's nice. Oh. Yeah, they didn't have the alarm clock in the other room. I did not know that. That's interesting. You gonna go to a different room? Yeah, let's go to the public mouse house? Mouse what? hole. The public mouse hole. Okay. okay. But, yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely, like, geared towards younger kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And again, some of the rooms don't have what the others oh. do. Like this one has the the, just the safari. Quiz and the time? Yeah, this one just That's has the quiz and the time and their like, geo safari for Bob. Are you in the attic right now then? Is that why it's I'm so in empty? Th- I'm in the public mouse hole. Oh. So basically the, a- the attic. <laughs> yeah. This is interactive. You gotta read all that text and press the OK button, otherwise you can't do anything. Yeah. And as someone who doesn't like to read generally, it's... Yeah, I, one of the first things I found annoying pretty fast was I had to keep pressing OK in the bottom right-hand side of the screen because Rover was giving me all these great tips. Yeah. Oh, this is the uh, the quiz. Oh, so, it's at a, that's a text box on the bottom right? It says right? a text box on the bottom right. It's Ugh. like... So, okay, I'm going to select Europe. What happens when I do... Oh, I pulled up it, the map. Yeah, it shows me a nice little map. Again, I I mean, my geography knowledge is not that great, but Mine like I either. I don't sit around trying to improve it. <laughs> oh, and now it's like showing me a country and then giving me choices for what I can do That's for it. That's a lot of choices at once, though. Yeah, it's like one, two, three, four, twelve choices for what country I could pick. <sighs> This wow. elephant looks very passive-aggressive. He's throwing his binoculars back and forth <laughs> waiting for me. And oh my gosh, he, he and looks... kind of in... rolling his eyes at me, too. <laughs> he looks impatient. Right? He's just like, get it over with. <laughs> oh, he looks even less happy now that I've made a choice. See, oh now I, I think I like the dog better now. <laughs> He'll come back once you close the Geo Safari app. Yeah. Again, it's a lot of clicking through to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the animations are, they're kind of cute. They're kind of weird. But, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. It just, it seems like a kid's program. Like, if you were teaching kids how to, like, use the computer, use for, the the computer for the first mm-hmm. time. And, like, at that point, there were a lot of people who hadn't used computers, yeah. I guess. And About half of households didn't have a computer according to some of my sources yeah so like maybe that was kind of the idea that it's like they're getting people used to the formatting but it just it seems a little ridiculous well a lot of people thought that there's a lot better than apple's interface i mean people think everything's better than apple so that's to this day to a degree i suppose you're right oh they have a lava lamp in the safe Oh, oh, you're it's in the interactive. Safe. That's fun. It's a decorative object. You can't start any programs from it, but I can change it. Can I? Oh, oh boy. I can, There's the I can move it around. Ooh, fancy, yes. fancy. The help keep up the metaphor of it being your house. Oh. You can move stuff around. Yeah. 
Why would you have a lava lamp on your safe? I don't know. That seems like like it would be a bad idea if it like broke or anything. Yeah. Can I check? I, can I change colors? No. I can oh. delete it. What? Yeah, see, I can, you I can it? delete a lava lamp. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you get it back? I don't know. Let's see if I can change the look. I can change it into a different kind of Whoa, lamp. That's, that's kind of small and not really user-friendly, but it kind of is. Yeah. Ugh. Can Sorry. I change it into a car? What if I put a car in here? Is that an option? What? I did. I can put a car in the safe. That's what? really cool. Okay, you know, the longer I mess with this, the more I kind of like it. <laughs> So, would you give up Windows 10 for this? Oh, of course not. I don't have time for all this content. <laughs> but I do like being able to just randomly park a huge car in my safe. Like, here, I don't want a lava lamp anymore. Let's get an actual car. <sighs> what about retro? Ooh, I can have a retro car. I can put a fire. Ooh, what if I put a fire in the safe? I can oh, put no. a fire in the safe. Oh, no. Oh, it's tiny. Oh, that's really tiny. What the heck? Yeah. Everything's out of proportion. Mm -hmm. Well, everything was out of proportion with the car, too. I mean, it'd be way too big on the screen if it was. Very true. Maybe it's a toy car. Maybe. Maybe it's a toy fire, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> a, a tiny miniature fire. Yeah, because it's... Like an eighth of the size of the pen. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. At least there is a clock, I suppose. Yeah. It's interesting the different options they have and that they could put some of those options in here and in the different rooms. Oh, it's very annoying to, like, go through, like, I was trying to exit out of the menu for the fire and it's like I had to click, like, six times yep. to get through it. Interesting. Well, it's an adventure, if nothing else. <laughs> I just, I'm trying to think of, like, trying to find a Word document on here would just be just so frustrating. Oh, well, I probably have to edit, open the word processor first. But in order for you to do that, you need to change rooms. Yeah. Man, this is getting complicated fast. Exactly. And so it's like, it's friendly. Again, it's very, I feel very welcomed in this house, you know, like... <laughs> Like, maybe I should solve a Nancy Drew murder here or something, but, like, again, it has that, like, children's game vibe. Yeah. So. So do you think you can figure out how to open a Word document? Oh, let's, that'll be an adventure. I honestly haven't done that yet, so. Okay, let's see. Probably the public family room. Then you have to wait for the animation. Yeah, now I have to wait. Back. I need to wait for the dog to run over here. <laughs> okay. Wait, how'd you teleport from the attic to the family room? Uh, I was guided by my loyal dog. <laughs> okay. Financial guide, maybe? Would that be where word documents would be? No, I don't think so. You opened that before. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that was another thing I kind of was curious about was how... Relevant is the information still about, like, getting prepared for college. Retirement planning? Oh, <laughs> let's see. I need to know some about that. Okay, let's see. Let's say I want to go to college and university. What are college aids in the U.S.? First oh, of all... Oh, that's small text. Yeah, this text is tiny. You want to know a sad part? Everything's scaled up to a higher resolution, so... Yeah, it'll be worse on an actual machine from 95. 
you know how elderly people get like the magnifying Magn- glasses mm-hmm. for their computer? Yeah. I feel like I need one of those. I'd agree because I'd have to sit pretty close and I'd be pretty overwhelmed and go, why would I want to read all of this tiny text? I mean, it still has some. Oh, wait, no. None. Like a bunch of these loans are not relevant anymore. That's not how any of this works, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, a lot of things change in 20-some years. Yeah. I'm honestly a little surprised that I managed to get a copy of Microsoft Bob and get it running. <laughs> I am, too. Again, it this was not what I was expecting when you invited me here. <laughs> well, I'm glad to have surprised and amused you. Yeah. Any last remarks? I mean, it... It's not what I expected. It's very friendly. You know, they got that part right, as I said before. But I like, if you ignore all the clicking. Yeah, you have to if, do. like click after click after click. It's like if you want to go anywhere, you just you have to sit there and just like click through like four different screens before anything happens. But yeah, but I I don't think this is a very efficient use of my time or Microsoft's time or this digital dog looks like he has better things to do. Oh, don't worry. He had a kind of bright future. Yeah. Well, that's good. At least at least something good came out of this. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you for your opinion, Mary. We greatly appreciate it. All right, John, you can come back in. Okay, what do we got here? Well, I would love to show you Microsoft Bob right now, but it looks like we'll have to unfortunately show it next episode. Sorry, John. All right, I can probably wait based on what I've heard so far. (laughs) Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, it's real exciting content. You might want to get on this. Okay. Well, if you'd like the two-parters, then... Let us know, we greatly appreciate it. Otherwise, we'll be back for the second part of Microsoft Bob next week. So basically, it's a two-parter whether you like it or not. See you next week. Thanks for listening.